media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Right, so we're going to chat to um, Errol Barnett uh, from CNN. We'll do the replayed interview with him uh, pretty shortly. But let's talk now about the portrayal of women. I think what's got us talking about it is once again the, the Marie Claire um, nude spread that uh, happens every year. Huge uproar around it. Huge, huge interest, huge excitement, I suppose. But it gets us thinking, you know, what has the media done in terms of portraying women before and, and has that changed over the years? So let's see if we can make sense of all of this. Ursula McAlpine with me, the MD of Hatters Worldwide. Uh, Joe Beg, Ursula, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. Thanks good. for having me. Well, what's your take, uh, you know, in, in general? If, we, if I asked you, give, give me a sense of a trend over 20 years in terms of how the media portrayed women then and, and what they're doing now. What would you say? Well, I think it goes back actually across five decades, and it's mm. very interesting to see how women's role in society has changed and how advertising is obviously needed to reflect this. Um, so even just looking back at, for example, the 40s and how women were very much portrayed in a, a very subservient, passive role um, as a helper and making sure that their houses were clean and their husbands were looked after and, and they were obedient almost mm. in a sense. And there was definitely a change towards the the latter 50s um, and 60s, seeing a a more liberated woman in the 70s. And I think that the more contemporary advertising is definitely showing women in a more positive light, where they are portrayed as having independence, as being assertive, and also showing that they've got choices in life, so that there's a lot more of a professional aspect to their lives. Okay, let's talk about about sexuality specifically. Women in a positive light, I'm just thinking about, um, well, let's take the Winnie Mandela's of the world come up, I'm I'm looking at Grasso myself, all these strong women, and and I can go to Alan uh, Sirleaf as well, and so on, right? But there's also a sense, there's a narrative that that appears to come from the positive means Mm. nudity, that means I can do what I want, and therefore sure. shed whatever clothing I want, and that's empowering for me because it is their yes. choice. Do you think that's true? That, I think that it is. is. I think it is to a degree. Itself. I think that women are becoming more empowered, and there is a rejection of objectification, if I can call it that. So there, there certainly is a trend against women being a lot more proud of who they are as a woman and being more in touch with their sexuality and their their self-acceptance of their bodies. So there's even brands like Dove, for example, that have done fantastically uh, uh, successful campaigns, for example, the Natural Beauty campaign, where it shows women in a lot more natural beauty. And and it's actually proven that women often don't see themselves as beautiful as they actually are. Mm -hmm. So I do think it's a positive movement. And there's also a trend that's moving away from what I call is over airbrushing of the superwoman. Okay. So rather than retouching women to a point where they're almost unrecognizable, just being proud of who they are. Now let's take the Marie Claire yeah. piece, which which was women and men. Let's say, but the emphasis really sure. is on the women, right? Absolutely. What's your take on it? Well, I think um, Marie Claire have obviously done this every year in terms of of a, su- a good support. Um, uh, sorry, supporting a good cause. Mm-hmm. And I think, in my opinion, it's always been done in a very tasteful manner. Um, and the issue around boys is I, th- I think that women are, are having to move away from being constrained, obviously, in the way that they present themselves, and she's exercising her right of freedom of choice. So, so what, what about the critics who may say that whether it's the boykies or whoever, it doesn't really matter, mm. even the editor maybe, for example, of, of Marie Claire, they're all strong, they're all powerful women, they're all very, very successful at what mm. they do. And if they right. want to use their success to to drive a point, to make us aware of a, of a, you know, of a cause that we need to fight for, I think that's fantastic. Mm. Yes. Why then do they need to sort of go completely 
undressed to make that point. Mm. You know, is there not a contradiction mm. in that? Never mind is they're right, but, but why do they yeah. need to do so? Uh, I can't speak for them. Mm. Um, women are individuals, and women need to make their own decisions about how they want to portray themselves. But ultimately, I think it is a freedom of choice, and people have to be allowed to make their own decisions about how they portray their own bodies. And if they, there's always going to be a camp that's going to see it as, as, as self-gratifying or, um, or unnecessary. And then there's going to be women that, that feel confident with who they are and they want to express themselves in any way which they like, which may include mm-hmm. showing their bodies. So, so, so in a case like this, let's say, you see, people can't even remember the cause. What was the cause? Yeah, it's, 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 it's the focus now is yeah, on the nudity and, and, yeah. and Boyke's booty, as some yeah. may suggest. So, so well, could they have done it differently? Well, I think they, they've done it in a way that it's, it's almost true to reality because it looks like it's quite natural. I think it will be interesting. It's possibly raising a, um, a bit more of a controversial conversation, but perhaps if they weren't retouched and if the women were standing in complete and, and utter naturalness of who they are, would they be as, as kind of open and, and, and keen to, to retweet their pictures? Because yeah, obviously yeah. there is an element of, of retouching and it's not 100% natural. But I think, I think at, at the end of the day it's about freedom of choice. And, and if they're all wearing, for example, say power suits, you know, yeah. and saying we are successful women in our own right, and exactly. we, we're encouraging you to do this for that cause, yeah. but, but you know, nothing, nothing strips, mm. stripped up, do you think it'll have the same impact? Um, perhaps. I think they are they're showing that they're empowered to make choices and that they're confident and I think confidence is a really important thing. Women have to in society be portrayed and that's why advertising has got such a critical role where we have to portray women as confident and it doesn't matter whether they choose because women are also always going to be mothers and homemakers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but they may if they choose to do that, they have to be shown to be confidently doing it. If they choose to be professionals, whether it's in ITA agriculture or, or a corporate environment, they have to be portrayed as being confident that they've made the choice for themselves. And, and your thoughts, are, are there examples of, you know, sort of campaigns like this, not, not specifically the Marie Claire mm-hmm. one, there could be many others, mm-hmm. where in fact women have been sort of asked to strip off and they do mm-hmm. so very willingly, let's make that point, mm. uh, that have worked, have been phenomenally successful, but, but there's also been the converse where they've, yeah. they've actually failed miserably. Well, I think probably a controversial brand we could maybe just top of my mind would be Wonderbra, for mm-hmm. example, where it's a fantastic brand, it's a very popular brand, but I think it also is reflective of probably who the target audience is and who's buying it because there's one specifically which shows a woman, obviously the cleavage, the normal wonder bra shot. And if I recall, the headline said, um, I don't cook, who cares? I, I, I so see uh, have you seen it? It was actually my article. So I think what that's doing is, is two things. It's not my favorite, but it sells product because I think it's saying it's putting her in a stereotypical position of she should be able to cook. Um, and at the same time, it's saying that because she's beautiful or she has a nice cleavage, she doesn't need to have a skill. Mm-hmm. So I think it does kind of open conversations of whether, you know, that is the right light to be portraying a woman in. Um, I think it's objectification, but it seems to sell products. So okay. So, so I tend to agree. Okay, that one is objectification, yeah. but, but the yeah. Marie Claire one then? I think it's for a good cause. You know, these women are doing it, uh, you know, mindful of what, what their decision in life is. They've made the decision, and it, it's, it's beautiful. It sells magazines, and it's raising money for a good cause.
So we're not always going to make everybody happy at the end and, of the day. And, and, and lastly, do you see the trend towards this becoming more frequent, more, more people understanding? I think of Australian hockey and soccer women's teams say the best way to raise money is, you know, strip off, be bare-chested, great publicity, do the calendar mm-hmm. thing, and you're bound to get mm-hmm. money. If you don't do that, you won't. Well, if you refer to a lot of TV channels, and if you look at... Um, a lot of reality shows where there's programs where the women that are washing cars or playing football and they're clad in little bikinis, it makes for good viewership. Whether I believe in it or not, whether I would do it, whether I would like to see my daughter in it, isn't really, you know, my choice. But the point is, it makes for for good viewing. So there's always going to be the camp that is going to to do that. And some say good viewing is all that matters. That's why the fuss about the Oscar Pistorius case is coming up pretty shortly. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Ursula. Most appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Ursula McAlpine, the, the MD of Havis Worldwide, Johannesburg. Glad we get a cricket.